Welcome. You are currently listening to My Sister Needs an Exorcism. It's begun. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> begun. Welcome. Uh, Wait, harmonize with me. Uh, uh, that oh. was, hey, that was annoying. <laughs> you want to hear more? <laughs> uh, welcome to My, My Sister, Sister Needs an Exorcism. Wow. I'm Shelby. And I am Felicia. Look at us introducing ourselves. <laughs> we so, never do. I know. It's, it's because the podcast... I mean, we haven't recorded since the podcast dropped, and this is our first time back, and yeah. now we're just, like, sitting there <laughs> sulking. Me editing the audio, being like, oh, God, I hope people know <laughs> people who we this. are. Yeah. Oh, thank you to everyone who have listened. Do you know how many? Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't need an exact almost count. almost to 100 listens, so um, Which I don't is, know the exact, guys. but last time I checked, it was in the 80s. Like, we're almost there, so thank you so much to everyone who has listened. That's literally actually bananas to me, because I was yeah. like, great, mama listen, and that's it. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> us two will probably listen, and that's it. But, um, and laugh at our own jokes. I know. We're cause, hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, again, thank you so much to everyone that's listened. Like, if you, it's really been awesome. If you want, we are currently on Spotify, Apple Music. We the are other ones. wherever you listen to your podcast. Yes, we are ma'am. everywhere. So, except for SoundCloud. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, we're not on SoundCloud. We are not certified SoundCloud rappers. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, but all of those places, if you want to go follow us, like us, uh, leave reviews if you want to say how awesome my voice is and how you can tell that felicia smells bad through the audio okay maybe not that <laughs> that'll make me feel bad um but yeah our insta is my underscore sister underscore needs and um you can dm us on there just fun stuff we like weird stuff send yeah. us some, send us your dankest memes um send us Oh, wait, send us um screenshots of people reaching out to you for you to be their sugar babies. I think those oh, are hilarious. Oh my gosh. Small flex. <laughs> it's not a flex. I get so many people being like, hey, I saw on your Instagram that you would be a great sugar baby. And yeah. I'm like, my Instagram's private, so I don't know how you saw that, but <laughs> I know. Thank to, you. like, judging from your profile picture that's an anime character. I know. <laughs> on my spam. Don't follow my spam. It's I private. just recently realized you kicked me off my uh, It's because spam on my, my spam, birthday, yeah, I posted about your birthday because I posted about the Touch of Disney tickets and I didn't want that you to see so it. That was so good, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I got, Felicia and I went to Touch of Disney for her birthday and I surprised her with it. My eyes got sweaty with respect, with Disney <laughs> respect. Yeah. Oh. Uh, if you don't know what Touch of Disney is, was, if you're listening in this in the future, far future, where Disney has been open for five years or whatever um disneyland was closed for the pandemic and yeah. then they recently did a thing for california adventure where you could walk through and do like a whole food festival but you could walk through the entire park mm-hmm. and we did that because we're disney adults <laughs> no you're a disney adult <laughs> i'm not a disney i'm not the okay well let's clarify because i'm not the kind of disney person that like buys all the merch i'm the kind of person 
like that'll walk through Disneyland and just be a little bit happier. Just be like, oh, look at this. And then like food, obviously. Yeah, is my well, first I love. love food. And um, we're not the type of people, you know, those Disney people where they wear like Disney leggings. Oh, no. Yeah. If you wear Disney leggings, you know, power to you. But I don't want flounder on my butt. And yeah. it's just not my vibe. Yeah, I can't. I can't pull those. I, well, I couldn't pull those on any holy day just because I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do have a bit of a correction. Oh, correction that, corner. Because <laughs> now we're listening to ourselves. I'm like, I sound. I sound ridiculous. Stupid. So uh, <laughs> in the in the second episode. Yeah. Where I talk about uh, when women were put into mental hospitals and why they were. Yeah. I meant to say postpartum. <laughs> and instead, I said postmortem. <laughs> like an idiot so so they were put in there after they died i it does it doesn't even make sense honestly so that and is i, my I small probably correction. i mean i haven't listened to it in a while but i was yeah. probably like oh yeah that makes sense yeah you were yeah you're like oh yeah oh my gosh <laughs> yeah like a tiny little german child <laughs> you're like oh da oh da <laughs> <laughs> oh boy should we just jump into it uh feet first baby Feet first only. Feet first it's, only. It's uh, five feet. You could actually hurt your spine. So be careful. Yeah, I'm five two. Do I want the world to know that? <laughs> One of my coworkers at work was like, what are you, five four? And I was like, oh, you're sweet. No. <laughs> you're like, that's nice of you. That's nice of you to say. She's like five six, so. At this point, I just wear my platform boots all the time, so well, no one knows. <laughs> I told her just don't look at my feet because my work <laughs> shoes have a bit of a, like a bump on yeah, them. Yeah. I was like, don't look at my feet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So are you ready to hear my topic? No. And that's the end of the podcast. All right. Goodbye. I'm going to go give Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Uh, so this week I'm doing the Sedona Vortexes. I knew you were gonna be doing this because yeah. you said you were doing Sedona, and I was like, I think the only like, thing in happening Sedona in Sedona are magic air spots. <laughs> magic air <laughs> spots. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be so, drinking my Starbos as ooh, you're saying this. Get into it. So, uh, I titled this The Odd Happenings of the Sedona Vortexes. Ooh. Oh, you actually titled yours? Yeah, I do that. Should I title my thing? No, you don't have to. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about it. Okay. So, every year, uh, people from all types of backgrounds travel to Sedona, Arizona to try and get a glimpse into the spiritual world known as the Sedona Vortexes. Okay, sure. Yeah. And all the people wearing open-toed sandals. <laughs> so many toes out. So put your toes away. Oh my gosh. Um, now in terms of what these vortexes are, it differs from person to person. Some believe it to be an ancient alien beacon. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm not. I don't. No. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're like, uh. A place of enlightenment? What, was Jesus buried there? <gasps> no. Hmm. <laughs> or even a doorway between dimensions. Um. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, God. Um. Okay, sure. No? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, we're, we're going to go over it all. We're going to hit all the points. I'm going to try my hardest to believe your story. Thank you. <laughs> 
sorry, not to sound like a salty beefcake. No, it's okay. It's just anything that includes aliens, I yeah. tap out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, I will say before like I fully jump into it. Oh, just dipping your toes in? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this is just a little toe dip. Just to see what the temperature is. I don't is. like that you shimmied while you said that. <laughs> a little toe dip. A little toe uh, dip, innit? Uh, most of these stories and testimonials come from either someone that looks like or sounds like they have smoked way too much. <laughs> or uh, it looks like they're still sticking around from last episode of Heaven's Gate. Oh my god, wait, okay. I know this, isn't go- this is going to be a very niche reference, but yes. on The Sims 4, there is a pack oh, that you can download my. called Strangerville. And everyone in the town comes in looking like hippies who were born in Texas, but now only eat kale that they leave out. I can picture that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you live in a trailer if you live in Strangerville most of the time. And everyone in Sedona, no hate if you live in Sedona. Sedona's freaking beautiful. We love it. We've been, like, so many times. Yeah. But no hate, but you all look like that. (laughs) Also, uh... Most of Sedona is now what LA was three years ago, I feel like. Because all the crystal people all went to to Sedona. They all decided to go to Sedona. And a lot of, like, people that have been there for uh a lot of time, they're like, these people, like, they don't belong here. Which is kind of lame, but whatever. Get off of my red rock lawn. I know. Red dirt. Whatever. It's pretty. I'm not a rock person, but I do like the foresty parts of Sedona. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um... I'm not a Dwayne the Rock Johnson person, but... Oh, really? Yeah, not really. Hot take! Hot take! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the most basic way to describe a vortex would be swirling centers of energy that are conductive to healing, meditation, and self-exploration. These are places where the Earth seems especially alive with energy, and, uh, many people feel inspired, recharged, or uplifted after visiting a vortex. Did you feel that? Did you feel anything? Is that just how people describe their, like, drug dealer? What? People come back feeling uplifted. Yeah, I mean... Full of energy. I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been in that situation. (laughs) You know, the drug dealer that you have. Oh, yeah. That you meet in the back alley. Uh, uh uh-huh. And you make a bird call. I don't know how drug deals work. <laughs> I, I walk around <laughs> the corner. <laughs> I walk around the corner. I'm like, <laughs> and they're like, Felicia, I'm already. Can you stop doing? That? I walk right up to their face. I'm one inch away. So the four best known Sedona vortexes are found at the Airport Mesa, the Cathedral Rock, Ooh. the Bell Rock, Ooh. and the Boynton Canyon. Oh, okay. All of which you're able to hike up to. And we went to two Which of them. one did we... Yeah, which ones we did we go Cathedral to? We went to Cathedral Rock I thought and so. Bell Rock. Okay, because I remember Cathedral Rock because it was shaped kind of like... Kind of like a rectangle. Yeah, and there's a cathedral on it. There is? Oh, I just you remember the, the rock church? itself. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. It's the one that charged for holy water. Yeah. Oh, dude, yes. The I one immediately... that charged for holy water. Yeah. yeah. Side note. Don't charge for holy water. Look, guys, actually the church was beautiful. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, literally the specific thing that I remember yeah, same. was everyone going in there, going into that little gift shop, and just buying tons of holy water from it. Frantically. Frantically. And I was like, what like do you need? Baskets of it. I was like, what do you need that I know. needs that much holy water? I know, you've never, I know you've never seen My Babysitter's a Vampire. Oh my god. But in it, they get holy water and they fill squirt guns with it to shoot at the vampires. So in my brain, that's what was happening with that. 
Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, honestly, what I think it is, is there's a lot happening in Sedona. Like, there's a lot of yeah. energy. Like, literally, there are just breaks in the universe. And I think when people move there, they go for the sights, and then yeah. odd things happen in their house, and they just immediately relate it to, like, the demonic. Oh. Demonic? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get there. Oh, okay. okay. There's, there's a lot of ghosty boys. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Um, so Sedona is surrounded by, uh, rich red rock, um, that's rich in crystal silicon and iron oxide, which gives it its red color. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And, um, so people, a lot of people think that that's just, like, a big magnet for spiritual energy, because, um, other places that- Spicy rock? Yeah. Okay. Spicy rock. The sriracha rocks of Sedona? Uh, uh. Uh, did I just <laughs> make it a shirt? Call it a day. Wait, okay. Totally unrelated. Isn't there like phallic rock, penis rock? There's a rock that's in Sedona. <laughs> what is it called? I there's think one there. That's just most of the rocks. No, I swear to God. There's one named it because I remember mom making a joke about it. Yeah. And me asking, hey, I don't understand that. That's the, the rock that you have to like turn the pamphlet over and there's just like one direction to that one but no one likes to talk about it they're like here's bell rock and here's like the back of the declaration of independence and you can only be um, yeah you have to rub lemon juice over it that's what it was and then put it in an oven you know what i'm referencing oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's all coming together hello hello anyways um nobody will get that reference no (laughs) but other places like this uh, that have that kind of like content in its rocks are yeah. Machu Picchu, Mount Shasta, <laughs> and the Tibetan Plateau, which are notably full of Isn't spiritual it plateau? energy. Black <laughs> Thank you for correcting me so we don't have another post mortem fiasco. Plateau. Good lord. My my luck it is plateau, but I'm pretty sure it's plateau. So Sedona is pretty much just like one big crystal that you can live in and also have like cactus fries in. Oh my god. The, guys, the cactus fries are so oh, good. If, listen, if you ever want a nice vacation and you're driving through Sedona, there's this little place called the Barking Frog. The Barking Frog. Oh my Shout butt out. cheeks. Guys, I don't I, I don't even know if it's actually still there. If it is, I though. I hope it is. That'd be awesome. But I doubt it. Uh, so most of the shop owners and tour guides are no stranger to the unusual. Just about every little corner store has a brochure map showing you where all the vortexes are and their corresponding hiking trails. And reportedly, if you go to the Chamber of Commerce, many of the volunteers there will be able to share odd stories of strange happenings um, without even blinking. They'll just be like, oh yeah. It's closed. Oh, is it? It says permanently closed. It had a... (laughs) And a three out of five star rating. Oh, <laughs> bummer. The way that we were like, oh my god, it was so good. But it, honestly, it was so good. It was. So, R.I.P. Barking rest Frog. In, rest in peace, Barking Frog. You were rest the in, real one. Rest in, uh... Okay, anyways. <laughs> and a lot of them will tell stories of strange happenings that were almost, you would say... No, don't make a joke. Otherworldly. Which brings me to my first point. God... Aliens. No! <laughs> I can't. Okay. Anyway, so, 
continue. We'll tell you continue what. with your shenanigans. Tell you what, we'll rush through it, and if you if you're happy, then we'll do a little spooky bit at the end. What if I'm not happy? Then we'll do a little spooky bit at the end because it's in the script. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Either way, I like that guys. She actually printed it out. She was super prepared. I wrote this last night, but oh, I wrote mine. I stayed up till eleven, and then this was on my phone, and I printed it out. But I like that you actually printed it out. And you have, like, a little script. Mine is, like, bullet points. And I'm not even going to lie to you. It's, like, I read it before I actually say it and then kind of jumble it up into what actually happened. Because it's kind of copy and pasted from a multitude of different websites. websites, And I don't want to get yelled at for, like... Messing it up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do the same thing because I have dysgraphia. So all the D's and B's... And I have Play a little stupidity. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't have an excuse. So, um, aliens. Okay. One of the first recorded sightings of a UFO in Sedona happened in 1947. An oh. unidentified man reported seeing <laughs> like a UFO. I got your joke. Okay, sorry. Uh, reported seeing <laughs> flying discs in the sky and large balls of blue light. pause <laughs> <laughs> i'm five years old um so these balls of blue light shot straight up into the sky and the official report nice <laughs> <laughs> the official report uh was that the flying disc was referred to as a spinning top Ooh, and the, the F- 40s i know the fbi and the air force took notice of the report and investigated the incident it was only recently that this information was made public thanks to the Freedom Information Act when they just leaked, leaked a bunch of okay, random so UFO stuff. So here's the thing. I don't, I don't know how I feel about aliens because literally the Pentagon released things being like, hey, hey aliens. Some aliens. And yeah. we were all like, oh, God. We were so, like, that's cool, but there's a global panini going on. We can't think about that right yeah, now. Yeah, there's literally a panoramic happening and we can't deal yeah. with this at the moment. Yes. So. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel that. But this was just the beginning. Oh. Yes. Ooh. It's reported that there has been 216 sightings of UFOs in Sedona. 216? This year. Oh, you did timing. You had a timing moment. I did. I, I like to imagine in your script it says pause for effect. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I look over it. It has it in asterisk. No, I know. It really does. You work. highlighted your script like it's a freaking <laughs> theater show. I know. The whole thing I have like is notes. Just highlighted. Yeah. But I'm going to say that half of these were just like people tripped out on like ayahuasca or something like that. Because, like, come on. They had a bit too much of that prickly pear iced tea, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Christ, he's delicious. Guys, it's, so it's not good. a drug. It just, it tastes, it's just tea. In the best way possible, it's tea that tastes like cookie dough. It's just cactus flowers. Yeah, and it tastes like cookie dough. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, there's especially been a lot of sightings at a place called Bradshaw Ranch, a ranch that was formerly owned by Hollywood stuntman and actor Bob Bradshaw in the ni- in 1945. Oh, Bob Bradshaw? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have no you know idea what? who that is. Oh, <laughs> not, not the foggiest. Uh, Bradshaw had many Hollywood connections, and he was a big hand in the 50-plus Western movies that were shot on his ranch and the surrounding areas. Oh my god, yeehaw. Yee, giddy, giddy, you're up. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Save a horse, ride a cowboy, that's what I always, uh, never say. 
(laughs) (laughs) So one of the most famous movies from this time was a film called Broken Arrow. Oh, Broken Arrow? Yeah. You heard of it? No. Cool. Um, this it did, is the whole podcast. It did pretty, yeah, it did pretty well in the office, in the box office, but it was later mocked because of its obvious inaccuracies playing indigenous, uh, people Ruh-roh. native to the area. Ruh-roh. It had a blonde, blue-eyed guy trying to, it just uh, wasn't, listen, yikes. It wasn't good. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, but something notable about this movie is it accidentally caught a UFO on footage. Okay. Mm-hmm. My interest is a little peaked. A little bit, isn't it? My interest has... Did that tickle your toes? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> no, it did not. So in one scene, a flying object has left a 20th century vapor trail across the sky, and the film was obviously, like, way earlier than the vapor trail. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Earlier than a vapor trail. Vape. These to vape. <laughs> Noise. Yeah. So, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob soon retired from the ranch and passed it down to his son, John. John! In 1992. And this is where shit starts to get a little bit crazy, so oh. stay with me. So stay Josh tuned, and, like I have a choice. Yeah. So <laughs> Josh and his wife, Linda. Linda! Sorry. From Bob's Burgers. Dinner party! <laughs> um, she, they started seeing things like orbs in the sky. Close your eyes. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> can't see it if you don't see uh flashes of light bright flashes of light with no explanation odd comets that would just change direction like you'd see it heading somewhere and then it'd just be like Tear! and then it would just like i gotta be honest right. if i saw that in real life it's over i would just be like Instantly, i saw no literally i would be like the world doesn't exist anymore and i would just yeah. go Go and just sit on a yacht because life doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm stealing someone's yacht. Why not? Because I don't own it. That's for sure. No. Um, and she would also see glimpses of humanoid-like figures that she would call shadow people that would appear... The only- shadow man. It's the shadow man. You've been messing with the shadow man. <laughs> <laughs> that would appear only out of the corner of your eye. It sounds... See, okay, this would all not exist if they just walked around with their eyes closed. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually Stopped have. <laughs> good. I actually have um, a firsthand account of an alien sighting from Linda. Oh, this I was like, first... from you? Yeah, from me. I was there. I am the alien. Yeah. So I guess you can uh, cue the spooky music. Here, here it comes. Wow. That's good. Go. Strolling past the window were four short-statured aliens wearing tight-fitted one-piece uniforms of a light tan color. They were what tip they were mm. <laughs> They were what are typically called Zeta Ratuli. Oh, I love BTS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> B is Wait, the K-pop band? Oh, you said they were all in suits, and I pictured that. <laughs> I pictured them gonna light it up like dynamite. Oh, I just pictured. Oh that. my god, that would be amazing. Sorry. Okay, back into it. <clears throat> okay, music. Only these appeared to be a bit more ashen-colored, almost white. Once the Damn. beings, oh my god. once the beings were out of sight, 
and the witnesses recomposed themselves. Three okay. of them jumped into the car and sped to the house where I was sleeping. OMG, okay. I remember so vividly how my son vigorously shook my arm to wake me up. I can still hear the trepidation in his voice as he word. said, Mom, wake up. They're here. <laughs> oh my god, that's so creepy. I raised, I raised up and said, who's here? Yeah. He exclaimed, the aliens, Mom. Mom would be like, go back to bed. What the hell? Yeah. Mom would be like, no, there's not. And that would be the end of it. <laughs> and then we all died. <laughs> yep. Uh, so apparently they went out the next morning and saw the cute little small tiny alien footprints. Aw, like when yeah. the leprechaun would come and mess up everything in elementary school. <laughs> Is that a really niche American reference? <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> what? Okay, in elementary school. Maybe it was just at... No, no, because I've seen TikToks about it. They would... <laughs> On, like, St. Patrick's Day, to make it fun, because that holiday is just, like, wear green and that's about it, um, they would do this thing where when you go out for recess, they'd be like, hey, the leprechaun might come, and then you'd walk back into the room, and they would make, like, fake little leprechaun footprints, and they Uh would mess around everything, and there would be, like, rainbow things on the floor, and you'd have to follow the footprints to a special part in the cafeteria where they would have, like, a pot of chocolate gold, stuff like that, but they would do that for, like, Easter, stuff like that, so that's what I was thinking of. That's, I have never in my life had ever heard such things like that. What are you talking about? I've never. I, I think there's enough age difference between us. That's that true. For me, they were like, here's a piece of pizza. Sit down and watch a movie. And they was, still do we that like okay. us. But like five out of the like, what is it? Like 50 million days I went to school. They tried to make it fun. You That's know, they tried to honestly, give us a little like. Good for them. Well, I mean, they tried to make it fun every day. You know, the teachers. But I mean, yeah. like. I, I, I didn't go to an awful school, but yeah. um, they tried to have, you know, like, a little, fun, little fun, fun memory moments. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. One kid started crying because I think they just, like, totally ruined their notebook. <laughs> so they just started just... <laughs> that's what I would do as a teacher. I'd be, like, bawling. What and the teacher was like, do I not like the most? I know. And the teacher was like, oh, my God, it was the leprechaun. So what am weird. I supposed to they do? They just came in here and, like, threw up on And they were bed. like, where's little Timmy's notebook? Let's fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, in May 2003, the mystery deepened and the conspiracy theories were spawned when the U.S. government suddenly, and without explanation, purchased the ranch and quickly had it locked off from the rest of the world. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. That's some, um, Stranger Things shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> Locals- the U.S. government. Oh, the government. They know so much. Locals claimed that there were frequently military personnel seen around the area. And in addition to the signs keeping people out, there were also armed guards said to patrol the area. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and turned people away in no no uncertain terms. Um, And there were also, like, reports of hikers being confronted and turned away and then being chased off by armored vehicles. Oh my god! Yeah, so... Guys! Yeah. And be like, a little less suspicious. I know, like, hmm, the people government. Wouldn't be, people wouldn't be so. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, guys. Uh huh. At least just be like, hey, there was like a a radiation leak or something here. I, I mean, that's still gonna be suspicious, like, hey, but it's gonna be less suspicious than being like, hey, you can't be here, and then not telling them why, and then chasing them away with armored vehicles. Like that's something that would happen in a Nancy Drew video game when you're supposed to be sneaking around, uh-huh. and they're like, you can't it's be locked. here. 
Yeah, sorry. I just literally had Nancy Drew's voice in my head. That's like, it's, it's locked. locked. Yeah. So there are many more stories of aliens and supernatural happenings. I just frankly don't believe half of them <laughs> because they get into things like Bigfoots. No. Or sightings of dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. I believe that. Wait, no. what? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, really? I, I barely believe in aliens, but I'm like, yeah, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs for Still here. Sure. Still here. Yeah. Um, and like most of the UFO. UFO stuff. UFO? Yeah. Anyways. But I do believe that Sedona Vortexes might be a portal between worlds or dimensions. Okie dokie. Yeah. So most of the soft science researchers there believe that these vortexes are the result of physics at work. Specifically, string theory. So... Okay. Stay with me. Can you explain things? Yeah. So string theory provides a theoretical framework in which are the, all the particles from photons and quarks are one-dimension strings opposed to zero-dimensional points. It's a lot. You said quarks, and now I'm just thinking of my hair academia, so now I'm having to re... Look at the flick of the wrist. No. <laughs> Why was that kind of good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Anyways. <laughs> um... So pretty much what you need to know is string theory is soft science for the theory of everything. That there are That's these... a great movie. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I love the part at the end when he gets up and he's like, ha, it's filled y'all. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a, I, my major's audio editing, so. I'm a graphic designer. I make things look pretty. Yeah, but you started out as like a I was thinker. going you were doing some thoughts, I don't and then exactly I just got did. stupid. No, you didn't get stupid. I was originally, I originally wanted to be a psychologist, so. which is and I've I, always just been like music, audio, design things, change, yeah, uh, but audio. You're smart. Thanks, bud. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, again, pretty much what you need to know is. Um, we're now talking about the movements of space and time. So, in layman's terms, think about a piece of paper. No. Okay, sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it looked like your brain was going to explode. <laughs> Can you see me working? Okay. Yeah. So, think about a piece of paper. Got it. Folded eight times. No. Uh, okay, wait. Are you folding it? Really? Folded. Oh, my God. So, every layer that you fold is a layer of reality that we can't see and they can't see us and then if you take a sharp pencil and you stab it right through the middle that's the void so we can feel that it's there oh but it like won't go through all the layers it of paper won't go through but it connects some of them oh mm -hmm. okay yeah pretty simple right and that's why we try shifting <laughs> yeah that's where i'm like i want to shift to my hero oh but um I pretty much got all this, by the way, um, from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Smart guy. Smart guy. He's best friends with Bill Nye. The Bill science Nye. guy. Yes. Bill Nye is like number two on the list of people that I would love to meet. Bill Nye, if you're listening. He's <laughs> like not Bill Nye listening. listening. <sighs> the Disney scientist man is not <laughs> listening. I know. Inertia is a property of matter. Bill. 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 So, uh, physicists accept that our universe contains three spatial dimensions, 
But string theorists argue for a model that describes extra dimensions, like the one I said before. The paper. The folding of the paper. Yes, okay. And they believe in at least six additional dimensions to our own. Okay. That reside alongside ours. Okay. Um, which could explain a lot of things like you know, paranormal phenomena, just, like, odd happenings, where it's or like kind of... deja vu. Yeah, deja vu. Mm-hmm. Um, doppelgangers is a big one that has to deal with it. Oh, you have, like, 15 of those, so... Yeah, I know. Um, I assume because, like, it's positive and negative ions that, like, they're... And because, again, of all the, the ingredients that make up the Sedona rocks, that there's this constant hug and pull of positive and negative ions okay. thus resulting in the vortexes and i think you know that's just the, a lucky happening that we got yeah not necessarily like too supernatural but i understand how it would leak into that it's it's kind of like the perfect bridge between science and pseudoscience okay mm-hmm. so um one of the tour guides reportedly said that when she reaches the vortexes, nothing too extreme happens. It'll it'll just kind of, like, take her mood of what she already was feeling and then bring mm-hmm. it to the extreme. So if she's, like, feeling sad the day, she just gets, like, super sad. And she, like, starts crying when she's on the okay. tour or super happy. And, like, if you go, you'll see, like, a lot of people meditating. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people, like, a doing lot of yoga. Y- yoga people. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so something spooky. So a lot of people believe that it's like a, a mega source of spirits and ghosts, that kind of thing. Again, because mm-hmm. it's going through different right. worlds. Right. So many ghosts and spirits have been seen around this area. Oh, baby. And like mostly like Native American spirits will just be seen like walking and then just like. Well, because Arizona. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then just like disappearing into the middle of nowhere. And if you're, like, in tune, you can reportedly, like, go to a vortex and then, like, touch one of the rocks. Um, do you, okay. And it'll just immediately put in, put you into, like, this trance-like state where, like, you'll immediately get in touch with spirits. If you're into that kind of thing. That's fun. Yeah. I wouldn't do it because I'm... Oh, I was like, spooky. let's go meditate. Oh, there no. And see if I can make contact. Yeah. Probably not. You'll be making contact. I'm like... Please shift me to my hero. I know. No, <laughs> I think of when we were like doing yoga and they'd be like, go to a place that calms you. And I remember you being like, oh, I went to Grammy's garden. Yeah. And I literally I was like, I had such a hard time thinking of a place that I opened my eyes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because I couldn't think of a place uh-huh. because I was thinking of too many places. And then I was like, this doesn't feel real. And then I, I opened my eyes to see the yoga instructor putting <laughs> essential oils on my forehead and it yeah. gave me a heart attack. It gave you a fright, did it? Yeah. <laughs> sorry uh this just reminded me when i was a coach Uh we did a whole yoga thing and i went through that and i was like hey like i have these essential oils like i'll put it on your forehead Mm -hmm. and uh, i was like if you feel uncomfortable with me touching you raise your hand and then like i didn't you know obviously yeah touch those people but this one girl fell asleep and i went in to (laughs) put the essential oils on her head because she didn't raise her hand and she legit screamed in my face (laughs) and then i screamed back to her face I was like, oh, sweet thing. I'm so sorry. You Can you imagine waking up screaming and then the person in front of you starts screaming <laughs> back at you? No. Oh, my God. That's, that's I'm going to do that to you. Do it and I'll do it back. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the point of it. Shut up. That's the one met. Oh, my. Thanks, LSP. Jesus. <laughs> 
Because now I'm mad. That did not sound anything like... So the Miller House <laughs> is a private residence once owned by Ann Miller. A I famous... almost did the Miller House. Did you really? Yeah, I don't know, uh, like, almost anything about it, but when I was looking up, like, haunted places in Arizona, it came up. Yeah, I actually thought about you doing it, so I just kind of nipped it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. I didn't, so. So, um, Anne, Anne Miller was a famous Hollywood actress, and she believed that her, <laughs> that her, yes, she believed that her house was haunted by the ghost of an ancient Native American warrior, which, sure, whatever. Uh, okay. She hired a. I'm so sorry if I pronounce this wrong. I didn't look up the pronunciation. Oh, and way to go. I know. I'm so sorry. It's going to be on the corrections corner for next week. A Hopi shaman who explained that these events. Uh, who explained, like, who was haunting her house. And she was just like, okay. Okay. Um, he told Anne that the house was built on a Native American curva. A curva is a sacred. Um, Thank you for explaining. Yes. A sacred ceremonial and social structure that was decorated with colorful murals, and it was usually a round shape and kind of like the the hub for all the like gatherings and like the oh, political fun. gatherings. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, he also mentioned that during the construction of the house, the original owner's son was killed in oh, the construction of it. Oh, not fun. And she is, she immediately got the house exercised. Ooh, and she declared that her. it was no longer haunted. However, there are still things that happen there. And the people that own it are just like, not so sure that you got rid of everything. Oh, good. Yeah. And, um, wow, my story was super short. But anyways... <clears throat> So, lastly... Oh my gosh, are you almost done? Yeah, I'm almost done. Oh, that's good. Mine's kind of long, okay, so it kind of evens it out. Lastly, um, a key way to find the vortexes is by looking for twisted juniper trees, which is so true. Oh my gosh, so yeah. True. Like, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I remember, like, looking for them, and then there... I was thinking it would just be one. There was, like, 11 that were just obviously contorted. In a whole area. And it's yeah. not like they even, like, made them look like that. It literally looked like Dr. Seuss designs Yeah, trees. it looks absolutely bonkers. Like That is one real. thing that, like, I can't just disagree with it. I can't totally yeah. put this whole idea to the side because mm-hmm. that, going there and seeing that was literally, like, whoa yeah this is this is well that's why i think that's why i think it really correlates with physics and like the gravitational pull that we can't see is because like those juniper trees are going to be there the whole time and that's why i believe it's it's easier for some people to find the vortexes because if you remember it wasn't easy for everybody like we couldn't find one for like the longest time yeah right i think like the way to find a vortex is like stop looking for it is if, like, you just walk and um, oh, we kind of ended yeah. up in a spot where, like, there were three people sitting and we're just like, let's sit over here to look at the view. And then we realized we looked around and there were twisted juniper trees all around us. And it was just kind mm-hmm. of, like, a nice moment of peace. But, yeah, so they're they're normally already contorted in small ways. But if you yeah. find a vortex, it'll be obviously... No, uh, guys, it's obvious. Like, twisted. it's literally obvious. Yeah. But um, I can say, like, I was thinking about it, like, both times we went to Sedona, there was something, uh, like, I felt something there, for sure. But I don't know if it was, if it was just the scenery, but or I can like see, too. like, poking your back. Yeah. <laughs> or when mom got the covers pulled off her bed, and we were sitting there, like... <gasps> I forgot about that! Yeah, and we were both laying in the same bed, like, do you see that? And you're like, yeah, I see that. <laughs> 
Wait, wait. God. Wait, remember that trip when you sneezed and you woke yourself up? Myself up and, <laughs> no. And blamed on me because I started laughing Yeah. At but actually, the part where, like, mom's sheets were actually getting yeah. pulled off of her and we're no. both just looking at her yeah. in the hotel room being like... And it wasn't like they had fallen off. No, they, they were slowly. on her and they slowly got pulled off. And mom, the next morning, we told her... Or, no, she woke up in that moment and we're like, yeah. we just watched your sheets get pulled off your bed. And she goes, no, they just fell. And she went back to sleep. And we're <laughs> sitting there like, uh, okay, Literally. queen, like, sure. <laughs> Go off, queen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bestie. It was either you or me who woke up the other person yeah. being like, hey, 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 hey. Like hitting the other person to yeah. show them. Wow. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. But also, too, like, every time we went and then came back, mm-hmm. there was always a momentous life change for me. Like, Either like I qu- I quit going to college or oh, oh. or I or I like moved out mm-hmm. or whatever. So unrelated. Do you know what the name of that crystal is? The one that's like if you get it, it's going to change your life and yeah. it's going to do it quickly. Yeah, I do. I want to get it, but I'm so terrified. I I'm thought like, about I don't want to lose it. my job. No, I don't want to. No, do I thought about getting it, and then recently all of my life changes, hey, and maybe I was you like, shouldn't do it yeah. right now. No, I love that thing where it's like, hey. Moldavite earring who wants it and then it's like bonk yeah. no more father and yeah. like her father passed which is really sad but also like yeah. i i can't i can't do no i can't do that no way i i'm not <laughs> i'm not ready no one send us Moldavite. please do not <laughs> anyway so yeah that's i want to do a short fun story this week because Your coming off of heaven's gate there was so much there but let me read my sources oh go for it so um top 10 paranormal and strange aspects of sedona arizona cute okay buffalo news eye of the vortex strange things happening in the red rocks of arizona oh title um visit (laughs) sedona.com mysteriousuniverse.com that's what they call me String Theory Explained, an article by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Jesus And, Christ. uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. That was pretty good, though. I, on that. Thank I you. enjoyed it. Thanks. So, this one, it is the murder of Travis Alexander. I did a murder. <gasps> a murder. In Savannah. Savannah. Okay. So, um... Travis Alexander. I'm so excited to tell you about this. I don't Travis, think I've ever heard about this. Sorry. I didn't either. And then I found some very interesting things. The murder of Travis Alexander. Travis Victor Alexander was born on July 28th, 1977 to Gary David Alexander and Pamela Elizabeth Morgan Alexander. Uh-huh. Fun fact about his parents. They were both meth addicts. Horrible meth addicts. They Is would that leave... what relates to us? No. Okay. Just checking. You know, us, the meth addicts? Yeah. Um, he had seven other siblings. There were eight kids in total. Wow. And their parents would just leave the kids to fend for themselves. Just Are like you on any holy night. Serious? That, I'm yeah. sorry. You should not have kids if you're doing this shit. You should not have kids. There are people in this world that should not have kids. We agree. Shake yeah. hands. Sh- shake hands. You're too cool. far away to shake my hand. Yes. Um, they, so like if they just wanted to make dinner one night or if they needed to get anything signed for school, yeah. they would just kind of have to figure it out by themselves. It breaks my heart. So Travis, he knew that he had to move. So at the age of 11, uh-huh. he moved to Riverside, California to live with his grandmother. Uh-huh. After his father's death in 1997, his seven siblings were also taken in by their grandmother who lived in Riverside. Uh-huh. Travis's grandmother introduced him to Mormonism. And he loved it. 
they became a mormon really yeah wow so um travis then graduated high school and he went on his mission trip because mormon things and soon after he then moved to mesa arizona Due to the high, I guess, population of Mormons, that I feel like I said that there wrong. is a pocket of Mormons. Yeah, there. well, I mean, we know Utah, yeah, Mormon city, baby, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, in Mesa, Arizona, I guess there's a big um, Mormon community. That's a better way to say it. Yeah, and that's why he moved there. Alexander became a salesman and motivational speaker for prepaid legal services, also known as PPL, which is don't quote me on this. I found this out through Wikipedia and a couple videos, <laughs> but apparently PPL is a big service in the Mormon community. Mormon friends, back me up. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not Mormon. I didn't know this, but a lot of people do seem to see them as a pyramid scheme. Oh, okay. So it kinda, it's kind of how you look at it, I guess. Yeah. So he would do motivational speeches about his, like, upbringing, his parents, his grandmother, how he came into the Mormon faith. He was also writing a book, and he had a blog where he was basically just documenting, like, everything that would happen to him on a daily basis. Okay, good but for kind him. Of, yeah, he would kind of put it into, like, a motivational sense. Yeah. Kind of. Uh-huh. Just kind of trying to put his stuff out there to get other people to feel motivated by himself. He could have so had his, a podcast. Yeah, his whole thing was motivating other people, yeah. um, overcoming stuff, and uh-huh. bringing people into the Mormon faith. Okay. So, at the age of 29, he was able to become a homeowner, which is really good wow. at the age of 29. Like, okay, wow, but in so. Arizona, that makes sense, too. Yeah. Yeah. And he was renting out two of his rooms in his house to his friends. Smart. I think it was two. Yeah, two. And he owned a dog. Nice. I just wanted to put that in. <laughs> I think that's cool. Um, and he was apparently a big flirt, which is when he met Jody. Mm-hmm. So Jody, Jody Ann Arias, was born July 9th. Jody Ann Arias was born July 9th, 1980, in Salinas, California, to William and Sandra Arias. Mm-hmm. She was the oldest of three of her siblings. So childhood story time. Woo! Nice. Cheer. Thank you. Okay, so her parents found out <laughs> when she was in middle school, she was trying to grow her own weed. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Mom, uh, I didn't. Mom, I didn't. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. No, but she was trying to grow it on the roof of their house. <laughs> That's an odd place to put it. Well, she was like, they'll never find it here. Joke's on her. They did find it. They're like, hey, what's that on the roof? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? Is that weed? Is that weed? Um... So her parents found it and they searched her room and she had a diary and apparently in her diary she wrote how violated she felt and how she could never trust her parents again. Ooh. Okay, Jody. <laughs> okay, 14-year-old Jody. They also found a death note. I know. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of apple cores around her room. So weird. It so weird. floated in midair. Anyways. <laughs> Jody's parents said that Jody was very intelligent but also really strange. People say that about me too. It's okay. Yeah, but you didn't kill anyone. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a discernible difference. Yeah, that is a big discernible difference. Um, They believe that she was possibly bipolar. Mm. And in an interview with uh, her dad, one quote is, quote, one second she would be fine, but the next she would fly into a fit of rage, end quote. And she was also very verbally um, manipulative towards her mom. Uh-huh. Jody then got into photography in high school. And after she graduated high school, 
She then got a job as a salesmo- saleswoman geez, at a place called Legal Shield, which is the one that Travis worked for. Okay. The PPL. Mm-hmm. At this time, um, Jody started living in a house with her then boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she got really into photography. She was taking pictures, all this stuff. And then September 2006, there is a PPL conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. Picture it. You're there. It's 2006. I'm here. Oh, my. There are so many. Look at the fashion. There's so many uh, skinny jeans. So many They're skinny jeans. They're cut off at the knee. The Blue Man Group is oh. performing at. Oh, my God. I can't wait. There's. Uh, one of the hotels. Pastel colored uh, sunglasses everywhere. Everywhere. Wow. Oh yeah. my god, was that the Jabberwockies? Oh, oh, oh my god! There they go! And Penn and Teller, how nice. Penn and Teller, yeah. wow, that's so nice. And um, Circus Circus looks horrible as ever. Please, they paint, please repaint please it. Please don't go in there. Wow, don't go in there. Speaking of places to never go into, we are at the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> uh, Sure. <laughs> hello, hello. But actually, oh, no. I really like Rainforest Cafe. I love Rainforest Cafe. Um, 2006 you're in rainforest cafe jody and travis meet in a rainforest cafe in a rainforest cafe you know that's where true love sparks yeah during the thunderstorm someone's asking you if you want a balloon hat you get scared because the monkeys get too loud you're like, but oh, then someone oh, sorry, comes over with a giant you. chocolate volcano yeah you're like volcano life is great yeah <laughs> so they meet and they hit it off on the spot Everyone's basically been, like, trying to hook up Travis with someone because he's 29, he's not married, he's Mormon, most of his friends are married. Oh, yeah. At this time. For sure. So, when they notice that Jody and Travis are, like, hitting it off, they're like, yes. Finally. So, they talk all night, and they basically love and fall in love with each other on the spot, and Travis goes and tells all of his coworkers the next day, uh-huh. mind you, that he wants to marry her. You just met her. You just met her. I was on the, the bench. bench. <laughs> but um, he's really sad because he can't marry her because she's not Mormon. That is something odd. That I is. I say about yeah. uh, such faith as the Mormon religion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then um, when the conversation is over, the whole like um, convention situation is over. They go their separate ways, but they do keep in contact with each other. They... Mm-hmm. Um, Give each other their phone number, their email, and they, they add each other on MySpace. And then they say, Obviously. hey, have you heard this new song? And it's like, black dress with the tights underneath. <laughs> so um, they, they're just like emailing nonstop, basically. And Jody is still living with her boyfriend in California. Oh. So then she decides, hey, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And she decides yeah. to break it off with him. Okay. You know, like a sensible person. And um, Travis sees this moment. As a moment of making Jody a Mormon and introducing her to the Mormon faith. You know, like you do. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. So from this point on, Travis starts inviting her to church. Come out. Like, hey, come out to Arizona. Yeah. Let's go to church together. Let's go on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, he sends out Mormon missionaries to her house. <laughs> You to know, give her the Book of Mormon. It's a good Valentine's thing to do. You pay a missionary <laughs> and they actually go, they dress up as a giant heart and they sing uh, the Book of Mormon. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name you is Elder, Elder Price. Price. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only part of Book of Mormon yeah. that I know. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite part. Uh-huh. Travis, as gifts, sends in the mail <laughs> paintings mm-hmm. of Jesus <laughs> and a purity ring. 
She opens it up. It's like, is this the guy from 30 Seconds to Mars? <laughs> <laughs> a pu- okay, that's that's too much. A purity ring? <laughs> Him and the Jonas Brothers, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so Jody um, is then converted to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. She agrees. Um, so it worked. Yeah. Nice. She is... Um, converted in Southern California mm-hmm. by Travis. Oh. Yeah. So it's like a whole little thing. She was baptized by him on November 26, 2006 in a whole ceremony. And they officially began dating on f- in February 2007. Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good I'm for happy them. for them at this point. Fun. I don't know. Yeah. They, they seem like a great couple, right? Yeah. So, Jody is still living in California, and Travis is still living in Mesa, Arizona, so they would email each other as much as possible, and they started going on, like, vacations with each other, mm-hmm. and at this point, Jody got really into, like, photography, so she was taking pictures of everything all the time. Um, throughout the, fun fact, throughout the whole relationship, Jody and Travis exchanged 32,000 emails with each other. That's a lot of they emails. just text it's 2000 what 2006 2007 oh it's 2007 okay texting is too hard on their nokia you know what are they gonna do razor phone on their ipod touch you know (laughs) like it's too hard you gotta find wi-fi it's a whole thing (laughs) it's a whole thing um they started they started getting steamy with each other Mm -hmm. um (laughs) via email god that's the that's the lamest i know um Travis did admit to his friends, because like I said, he was renting out um, rooms in mm-hmm. his house to his friends, that he said he was addicted to her, that he needed you her know, almost like an addict needed a drug. That's never good. That's no. never good. She then started getting really possesses of, possesses, possessive of him. Uh-huh. She would come out um, to his house like almost every weekend. She would drive out. She would stay for like months at a time. Um, Camille is our cat, by the way. Camille is our cat, guys. Because she'll open the door and we're like, it's Camille. That's not somebody coming in. It's a cat. No, it's not a very, very short elven person getting in. It is our cat. It's not an alien in a tan leotard. What are you? An alien in a tan leotard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyways, so she started coming out all the time. Um, And she was reported to have followed him everywhere and she started hacking his emails in myspace just to read what he was doing like a fucking creep hey don't do that maybe maybe personal boundaries literally his friends travis's friends were like hey she's creepy as hell yeah um everyone around travis was worried and would try and tell him something is off about jody which is um (laughs) he would I'm guessing at this time he probably saw it as hypocritical because they were all trying to push him to get with Jody because yeah. he hadn't been with someone. Uh-huh. But then she started coming over all the time. Yeah. So sorry when you said something is off about Jody, it sounds like um, that movie. There's something wrong with Kevin, <laughs> or whatever. Oh my god, I, I forget. Yeah. Anyways, something. Okay. Anyways, one moment that in an interview Travis's friends had said that happened was. Um, they were in Travis's room one time, like one night, telling him about how Jody is like super creepy and that their relationship is toxic. Mm. And they were saying this like super quietly to him. And one of his friends leans, out, leans over and is like, I guarantee you she's outside the door right now. <gasps> so they just opened the door real fast. And so what they do is they were like, 
bet she's over at the door. So they make him get up, quietly walk over to the door and open it. And she's standing right there with her head up against the door. And she's just like, oh, hi, um, I brought you some snacks. Jody didn't seem to care. Oh, she just. She was ballsy about it. Okay. She literally made it obvious that she was listening and she was like, yeah, what about it? And then just like walked away. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good at all. <sighs> so, um, no matter what um, his friend said to him or to her, Jody continued to stay by his side. And Travis, after that incident, decided, hey, yeah, this is a little creepy. Mm-hmm. She also. There's literally pictures of her. She came over to his house one day wearing a shirt that just said Travis Alexander on it, which is his whole name. That's all it said. Just in writing said Travis Alexander. For what? What is the reason? And she took like pictures because she's super into photography. She was mm-hmm. taking pictures of her self in them. She got him to take pictures of her. And it. it's so it's so weird. I just show up with a shirt with my own name on it. <laughs> we no every time we go out you have to wear it because you get lost too easily <laughs> we both have it my with shirt our says own name return to shelby and it's your one's like i I'm am shelby, shelby. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um so travis decides to break things off with jody okay good move jody still lives in california by the way okay um and jody did not like that i big yeah, surprise I see that yeah so jody um, he sent her back to California and said, basically, don't talk to me ever again. Mm-hmm. Jody started sending emails to Travis telling him that she had a stalker and that the stalker was telling Jody that she should have never been with Travis and that Jody should be with a stalker instead. You know, and he's like, I support this decision. No, Travis was telling his friends that Jody needs help. Yeah. And he's going to invite her out. Oh, and his friends are like, hey, dumbass. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. That's the trademark of a bad relationship. It's yeah. the moment you manipulation. Try, yeah, manipulation is when you try and pull yourself away, mm-hmm. and they they immediately come back and they say something so off the cuff. Yeah, like this, and it it it's a ploy to get you back in. Exactly, and it's sad because sometimes it works, but let's hope most of the time we're it not going to get too into it. But you do have experience with this, so I oh, feel yeah. like. Out of the both of us, you're going to be able to see all the toxic shit that she's doing easier than other people. For sure. For sure, dude. So, it gets worse. She is... Jodi, in the nicest way possible, is a batshit crazy woman. I love how nicely that you did put that. I know. I was like, in the nicest way possible, she's batshit crazy. No, for sure. So, um, Travis's friends are like, hey, Travis. No. And he's like, okay. So Jody, at this point, she is not making enough money to live in her house. So she sells her house and moves to Mesa, Arizona, 10 minutes away from Travis and did not tell Travis about it. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. I'm sorry. Terrifying. Like, has he changed his email or phone? Because that's the first step. Nope. No, he has not. Block, change your email. I mean, he might have. It just didn't say anything. So, I mean, he could have, but I didn't see anything that said he did. So, Jody recently moved in, went to go surprise Travis at Travis's house uh-huh. to tell him that, hey, you got a new neighbor. Um, when she gets to Travis's house, Travis is with a girl on a date. And she went home mad, like, furiated. And you know yeah. how she didn't even, like, go in to say hi? She was peeking through the windows to see this. 
And she literally told, like, later, yeah. she, in interviews, that she says that's how she knew. She was peeking in through windows. Oh, my God. And, and it's like, And she didn't believe okay. that she was wrong at all? No. She okay. was just like, okay, well. Yeah. So, Jody then started breaking into his house. She figured out all of his codes to get into the doors, oh into the gate, into the garage. That's sorry, And she would get in through the doggy creepy. door. You know how I said oh, he had a dog? Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, but no one no should one. have a doggy door. No one should have a doggy door. Get rid of that. If you have one, don't. Yeah, don't do that. Or if you have, like, a giant glass door, stupid. Stop. Stupid. No, have you seen Scream? Don't have a, don't have a glass door. Don't I do that. I haven't. It's actually pretty good. I actually really like that movie. We should watch it. We should watch it. It's not really like scary. It's more like slasher, but it's like fun slasher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> Travis would find her breaking in because sometimes she would do it when he's not there. Most of the time <laughs> she, she would do would it when he like, is there. Oh, hi. <laughs> um. So Travis would kick her out or let her stay so they could have sex. This isn't an editing flaw. No. Uh, just a moment of silence for bad decisions. Bad decisions. Don't make them. Guys. Hey, guys. If a crazy batshit ex is trying to get in through your doggy door, think maybe with, don't have sex with them. Think with your maybe head. Maybe call the cops. Think with your head and not... not your head. You know. <laughs> so, Jody told Travis that she didn't have money she needed so um she needed money really badly and travis's way of helping her was paying her to clean his house on the weekends and as she would clean the house she would have to wear a sexy made outfit okay i'm sorry what the fuck is happening like he has (laughs) he obviously has some shit going like he's there's problems. There's hey, Travis, so many problems. Buddy. Like, there's some things here. Like, he obviously shouldn't have done that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That tells me a little bit more about the kind of person he is. Oh. Oh. Was. Oh, buddy. We're getting into more. So, Jody found out that Travis was have trying to have a relationship with a woman named Lisa from the Mormon church uh-huh. by hacking into his accounts and finding messages between the two. As this is happening, she is still cleaning his house. I but feel... apparently his friends thought it was really weird and then told him, hey, don't do that. And then, <laughs> yeah. Because there's still other people living in this house with him. <gasps> I forgot. Because there's, there's two roommates. He has two roommates. He's renting out the rooms to them. Oh, my God. So dude. she's breaking in while they're home, too. Oh, my God. Could you imagine just no. seeing her in the kitchen and being like, hey, his crazy ex is back. I move. Move. Yeah. Bye. So, Jody finds out about Lisa. Jody then started harassing Lisa at night by knocking on Lisa's doors and windows while she was asleep to scare her. Just to scare her. Oh my god. That's so mean. So, one night Jody was found stalking outside of Travis's house while Travis was on a date with Lisa, uh-huh. and Travis told her to, "Hey, go home." And she went home, and Lisa woke up the next morning, she had an email from an unknown sender. It uh-huh. was never proven that it was actually Jody, but <laughs> okay. I think if, if we use common sense here. Yeah. Um, telling her that she was a whore and that she was seen as a whore in the eyes of God and that she's a bad Mormon. And she was like, hey. She's like, hey, your ex uh, hey. sent me this. And he was like, that's so weird. Doesn't seem like her. <laughs> He's like, Jody? 
a little bit out of God loving Jody? Yeah. <sighs> Could never. No way. So every time Travis would go over to Lisa's house, he would come out to find all of his tires were slashed. Which tells me that's so Jody's annoying. been following him everywhere he goes. You know how much strength it takes to slash a tire? We'll get into strength later. Oh. So Lisa decided, hey, Travis, I'm going to stop dating you. <laughs> me too, Lisa. If you're getting <laughs> texts on, Lisa. or emails I hope she's, saying that you're a whore, I, I would probably break okay. up with him too. I, I hope Lisa is doing good. Okay. I really hope Lisa's that was she's not hope. dead. Okay. No, she's not yeah, dead. That was the scene. <laughs> she's not dead, no. Um, so Travis, um, done with basically all this bullshit, yeah. um, convinced Jody to move back to California to live with her grandparents. And Jody agreed because, you know, she's going to follow basically what Travis says. Yeah. Um, so Jody then started working at a waitress in a restaurant that her parents owned in California. I could not find where exactly the restaurant was. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find what city. Um, but I know that she started living in the high desert. Okay. So I'm going to say like, like Apple Valley. Yeah. I'm going to say in that area. Uh, still pretty Southern California. Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. So she started talking to this guy named Ryan who lived in Utah that mm-hmm. she met on a Mormon dating site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know. <laughs> and she was very excited about it because he also worked at Legal Shield, the one that they both had worked at before. Everyone works at Legal Shield. All of Shield. the Mormons apparently work in Legal Shield in 2008. 2007? 2000, 2007? 2008. Same time. <laughs> Same time. Travis, um... <laughs> Travis then met a woman at the LDS Mormon Singles Night Ooh. named Mimi. That's cute. Mimi actually wasn't that interested in Travis, mm-hmm. like, but she, she did want to be friends with him. But Travis was like super into Mimi. And um, during this time, Jody then started trying to contact Travis again while she's also talking to a guy, Ryan, who lives in Utah. Great. And Travis would answer her phone calls. And they <laughs> ended up having phone sex a lot don't ask me how to describe what that is because i honestly is it (laughs) (laughs) phone sex in the year of our savior 2007 possibly eight what's your phone wearing (laughs) (laughs) i just pictured like him just like sitting down playing video games and be like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Like, oh, say that more, babe. And her like totally being into it. Yeah. Because they're just on the phone. They can't see each other. No. We can't FaceTime yet. Dude, nothing good. Nothing good comes from that. But you know what's worse about it? She started recording the conversations, not telling him about it. Oh no. Consent. Is, consent. Consent is the secret word. Look, I, I could give two shits about what you're doing in private with your significant yeah. other. But if one of them starts recording it um, without telling you or yeah. taking pictures of you without telling you yeah. any of that line has been crossed. Yeah. We, we, we like can't... check yourself because you're doing something wrong. Exactly. So one day, don't know why, but they got into a really big fight. Nothing literally could not find the reason why they got into a really big fight. But they started exchanging emails where Travis calls Jody a liar and to stop contacting him. <gasps> yeah. T. T. So, um, remember Jody is still dating Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. And Travis is still, while having whatever the hell phone sex is, trying to get in with Mimi. Sorry. So, what a, 
put it there. Like, what yeah. a dick. They're both kind of assholes. Yeah. I mean, she's way worse, but... And yeah, I'm not sure. trying to say talk ill of the dead, but yeah, no, because we we've known people like this. Yeah, we have. Um, so Travis was posting on his blog. Remember, he had a blog. Um, and some of the posts were definitely directed at Jody. Is the blog still up? It is. <gasps> his last post ever was on his blog, posted May eighteenth, two thousand eight. Uh-huh. And it is tiled why I want to marry a gold digger. It is still up. You can totally read it right now. Oh, like, ooh. Yeah. It's about basically him getting his priorities straight yeah. and how he's going to be dating now only to marry. And in reading it, in reading it, I feel like um, he feels like his time is running out, but not not like he's going to die. More, More like, like he thinks I'm getting he's, older. Yeah. Like he's behind, uh-huh. you know, Um. <laughs> One quote basically kind of relating to that is, quote, in five years, I'll be the same age as my grandmother when she was she first achieved that title. As you can imagine from friends and family alike, I am constantly getting grilled and lectured over my solidarity status. Um, I have countless scouts that out of love and concern diligently look under every rock and tree to help me get hitched to. End quote. Yeah. Just his friends are trying to help him still. I wonder (laughs) why he hasn't been married yet. Yeah. Yeah, you would wonder. Yeah. It's it's, it's hard to figure it out. I honestly wonder how different his personality would be if he had never met Jody. Yeah. I kind of wonder. But I think, too, like, your own personality. Like, even though, like, people get into bad relationships. No, I know where you're going. Yeah. Worst people pull out the worst in you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's still, like, yeah you know so one really creepy thing he says that is creepy now Mm -hmm. is he talks about dating like it's a job interview and he says that it's like trying to figure out if your date has a pent-up axe murderer hitting inside of them you're like uh maybe look in the mirror (laughs) or hey maybe stop talking to jody so now we're getting into dates here okay we're counting down the days. Oof. May 28th, 2008. Jody's grandparents' place apparently got burglarized. And the burglar only took one thing. Uh-huh. So Jody took some stuff. Her grandfather's gun. Oh. And her grandparents come home. I can only picture her grandparents come home and I like, what happened? She's like, oh my god, it's crazy. They just took the gun. They just like took the gun. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. June 2nd, 2008. Jody is making plans to go to Utah to visit her new boo thing, mm-hmm. Ryan. Jody goes to rent a car. And um, one thing that I didn't put in here that I saw in a video was she um, goes to rent a car and they give her a red car. And she says, no, it's too bright. So they come back and give her a white car. She's already thinking about what's going to happen. It's premeditated, homie. Yeah, for sure. Um, she said that her phone died, even though it was just turned off because later they are just able to turn it back on They're like man it's a nokia it never does I know. <laughs> she was supposed to get to utah on june 4th but she didn't actually show up until the 5th so jody the whole time on her way to utah was texting travis sending him emails this is all apparently when her phone is dead uh-huh um and voice messages and the last voice message she ever sent him was saying that she's on her way to utah and she accidentally drove 100 miles the wrong way and ended up in arizona and how they should meet up uh, <laughs> um, no, 
no one no one accidentally drives a hundred miles the wrong way yeah no it's not (laughs) like there's not signs it's 2008 you at least have a tom tom you know like you have something telling you where to go what's that like she probably went on maps and printed it out and was like oh no they flew out the window oh my god like i lost them somewhere on route 66 like i just can't so we're gonna skip ahead actually um to when she's returning the car to rent a car Mm -hmm. she returns the car to rent a car and she says hey just so you guys know there's a kool-aid stain in the back seat and they're like okay and they check the car and all the floor mats were missing too they're like uh ma'am you forgot your two gallons of blood that you left in the back (laughs) ma'am there's a head in the back seat jesus christ (laughs) i know um so during this time um travis was supposedly getting ready to go on a work trip that was going to take place in cancun Mm -hmm. he invited mimi the girl that he met at the mormon singles night love her yeah on the trip just as friends but to try and get her to like kind of like uh-huh yeah yeah we know what's happening so day before the trip is supposed to happen no one has heard shit from travis and he missed a really important meeting work conference before the trip to cancun and that seems out of character literally in my notes everyone says is totally out of character for them (laughs) yeah are you reading my notes from the other side of the screen i'm uh, Um, sucking it out of your brain my anime gasp yeah um mimi was trying to get in touch with him because hey this dude who invited her to go to cancun is not responding to any of her text or phone calls yeah i'd be a little worried for sure yeah just making sure okay um so mimi gets some of travis's friends together to go over to travis's house to check on him remember there is um one of his friends moved out at this point but there is another roommate who lives there Mm -hmm. so travis's roommate comes to the door when they're all knocking um and he, there was, like, loud music playing, and he was like, guys, oh, sorry, didn't hear you. And they ask, like, hey, where's Travis? And he said, I thought he already left for Cancun because he's not here. Oh, no. And so they're like, no, they didn't because we're all still here. Yeah. You know, we're all supposed to go to Cancun, too. So they um, go over to Travis's room, and uh-huh. the door is locked, and yeah. the roommate has a spare key. Uh-huh. So he goes to get the key, and they open the door. First thing they see when they open the door is a puddle of blood on the floor. And as they start looking around, they realize that the whole room is covered in blood. Literally covered in blood. Like, picture that scene in Dexter where the whole room is covered in blood. So That's what it looks like. It's definitely a crime of passion. It's a thousand percent. Oh, yeah. So, um, Travis's roommate walks in further because they're all worried for Travis. Yeah. He's their homie. Yeah. Um, and he finds Travis completely naked in the fetal position in the shower, surrounded by blood, but not covered in blood. Aww. And Mimi didn't want to go into the room. She, yeah. When they opened the door, they saw the blood on the floor, and she tapped out. She went outside, and she called the cops. Honestly, like, good call. Like, you don't yeah. want to see that. You don't need to see that. So, when all the friends were taken outside and questioned, hey, who do you think could have done this? They all said, Jody. All of them. Uh, yeah. Literally, all of them said, Jody, it has to be Jody. You have to look into Jody. Yeah, 1,000%. So, um, investigators said that it was one of the most gruesome murders they've ever seen. Oh, my God. Because it was obvious that he tried to fight back. 
because there's struggle. Um, you can tell by the blood stains. Yeah. Travis was stabbed 27 times. Oh my God. His throat was cut from ear to ear and he was shot in the head. Yeah. 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 Crime of passion. There's no way you just accidentally slip on a knife 27 times. What the fuck? Yeah. So, um, but because they couldn't find any evidence that it was actually Jody, no. they couldn't convict her of anything. So they had to continue as planned, and they all didn't go to Cancun, obviously. Yeah. And they had to plan a funeral. And no one invited Jody, but guess who showed up to his funeral? Hey, that's a little bit highly suspect. Jody, Jody told you. showed up to his funeral. Yeah. No one invited her. Yeah. She just, like, stalked everyone, hacked into all their shit, and then just showed up. How the talk about returning to the scene of the crime yeah god yeah so jody because she's a dumbass calls the police department in arizona and she tells them hey if there's anything that i could help you with like i'm here to talk um side note she called them twice before she finally got through to someone which Mm -hmm. apparently made her really annoyed and she had like a she went off on the cop she had a whole karen moment yeah so um apparently she had a 40 minute conversation with the detective on the other side of the line and they basically talked about nothing she was just kind of about just talking to him Uh uh-huh um but one thing that the detective thought was suspicious was that Jody said that she knew Travis was getting fit for his vacation at Cancun, so there was no way someone like Jody would be able to overpower him. She wasn't strong enough. And the detective never even brought up that it could have possibly been Jody, but she kept bringing that up during the conversation. And he was like, hey, that's, that's a little sketchy. Like, hey, can you not bring that up? Yeah. It's a little suspect. It's a little sus, my guy. So. Thinking back to the crime scene, mm-hmm. there was a bloody handprint found on the wall. Yeah. There was a drop of blood in the washing machine, and they decided to open the washing machine. In the washing machine, they found bed sheets soaked in bleach, as well as a camera that had gone through the wash multiple times. I don't know why I said multiple wow. that way. Multiple times. Yeah. Um, the camera's memory card had been erased, and you could tell that there were a lot of steps that went through trying to erase the camera clearly so much that she would put it into the washer yeah. to try and fuck up the camera yeah but never took it out of the washer yeah so they found it uh but the investigators were able to get pictures off of the memory card by Whoa. doing some nancy drew shit yeah and first picture that pops up on the memory card from the camera is a picture of jody naked at travis's house in his bed and there's a timestamp on the photo. So the timestamp directly connects to stupid almost to the exact time of the murder, just a few minutes off. I know. How dumb do you have to be, dude? There's a picture after that of Travis showering, posing for the camera with like water coming down his face. And the pictures directly after show the murder. Not like she's taking pictures of it. What they believe happened is the camera seems to still be taking pictures as it's, like, knocked out of her hand or something. It fell. But it shows, like, a leg in the picture. There's blood over the camera. It literally has pictures of it. They have picture evidence. And they don't have pictures of her, like, killing him exactly. But yeah. there's timestamps on the camera. Sorry, like, I'm five s- minutes before. I'm so taken back because that's it's, it sounds almost not real it, in the way it of it. It does. It's right out of a horror movie. Literally. Yeah. It's... <laughs> 
They don't tell Jody about this. They mm-hmm. bring her in for an investigation. And they ask if she had anything to do with the case. And she denies, denies, denies. And then they decide to show her the photo of her naked in Travis's bed. Yeah. And they say, is this you? And she says, quote, well, it sure looks like me. And, quote. God. <laughs> They're like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They also talked to Ryan, the guy that she was going to meet in Utah, and asked, um, hey, did she drive to Utah? And he said, yeah, but it's kind of weird. She arrived a day later than she was supposed to. Yeah. Which made Jody mad because Ryan was supposed to be her alibi. Um, uh, Ryan said that Jody seemed fine. She was very happy and she was very easy to hang out with. Psychotic. She just killed someone. And yeah. he said she seemed normal. Um, She kept saying as she was getting interviewed, quote, if I kill Travis, then I would beg for the death penalty, end quote. I literally watched that in a video. There's videos of her. It got really famous. Um, She literally quotes, like, quotes herself. She doesn't quote herself. But she says that so many times. And they're just like, okay. Yeah. Then beg. They didn't say that. Could you imagine if they said that, though? Um, Yeah, that would be badass. (laughs) That would be badass. (laughs) Um, The investigators basically tell Jody that all signs point to her and she gonna go to jail for murder yeah and she says well hey can i at least do my makeup first before you take pictures of me oh that's what she says god oh my god they leave the room she thinks they're going to get her makeup they're not they're just going to leave the room like can you believe this this absolute train wreck of a human yeah they still have video footage of the room obviously yeah and as she's alone in the room she starts doing handstands and singing to herself and yelling out, where's my makeup? She's obviously... Oh, my God. Like, not here. It's literally on YouTube. So... And her, like, defense to that was like, I'm not guilty, so why shouldn't I be doing handstands? And they're like, no, you're very obviously no, guilty, you're ma'am. you're literally... Go- <laughs> like, we literally have pictures from your camera. And she's like, but where's my makeup? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, one thing that I didn't put in here was they found her blood scene or her her DNA, not uh-huh. her blood scene. Her DNA mixed in with some of Travis's blood on that bloody handprint on the wall. Yeah. And they said, "Hey, why would your DNA be there?" And she said, "Because I had sex with him." Not because it's her blood. So she was like, "Hey, I wasn't there, but also I had sex with him, and I was there, yeah. but I wasn't." Yeah, I yeah. wasn't there, but I also was there. Yeah. So, um, they walk back into the room. She's annoyed because she thought they were bringing her makeup. They didn't allow her to put on makeup. Yeah, no. Um, they took pictures of her. Jody then changed her story. <laughs> You're gonna lose your shit. She changed her story, and she said that, okay, what actually happened was, yes, she was at Travis's house. She had sex with him. As she was having sex with him, <laughs> two men break into the house dressed as ninjas. <laughs> And they broke in to try and assassinate Travis and they tried to overpower her and they killed Travis. But as this was happening, Travis was telling her to get out and she was so scared to say anything because she didn't want to get in trouble. And she said that she was able to fight off one of the ninjas, obviously, because she has to give herself some credit. Uh But they um, they did get away and she was also able to get away, but she didn't call 911 because her phone was dead. And they're like, ma'am, this isn't the end of Clue. Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> I, that sounds... That sounds like something a five-year-old... Like, 
<laughs> like, you can't kill me because I'm actually in the Batmobile and I'm invisible and I have regeneration. Yeah. <laughs> and then they run off and you're like, okay. So, um, the oh detectives God, are like, dude. no, 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 <laughs> no. They're like, ninjas in Utah? <laughs> really? In Utah? America? No. <laughs> no. In the States? Never. So, um... The trial begins because obviously they didn't believe the ninja story. Yeah. When a trial begins, I didn't say this earlier. I probably should have. But this whole time she's had like bleached hair. She'll dye her hair different colors. I don't mean like blue or anything. Uh-huh. She wasn't that outgoing. But yeah. she would like do auburn, blonde, black, all this stuff. When yeah. the trial begins, she comes in with her natural hair color, uh-huh. frumpy clothing, and her like glasses, just regular glasses. Um... To try and come off more innocent to people. And yeah. when the media questioned her, she said, it's just the way she looked. And there's no way she could change it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and they they said, but you didn't need glasses before. And she said, all that time in the waiting room strained my eyes. <laughs> okay, Jody. Uh-huh. Okay, Jody. <laughs> Sorry. Could you imagine being on the jury and just sitting there and just being like, ninjas. Ninjas. Ninjas, really. Okay. <sighs> okay. So when she was on trial, she changes her story one last time. And this time she puts all the blame on Travis. She says that she did kill him, but it was in self-defense. 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 <laughs> because he was abusive and was trying to get her to do sexual things she didn't want to do. Um... And she was the fact that he was having sex with her, uh, premarital sex as a Mormon, against him to try and push that he was a awful person. Just like the bottom of the barrel. She started crying on the stand, asking for tissues and apologizing, saying she didn't mean to kill him. She didn't, yeah. isn't meaning to cry. Ridiculous. People were believing it. Are you serious? Well, I mean, again, the, it's a crying woman on the stand. The way right? that she... In, I'm not going to lie, the videos of her crying on the stand, it's like you want to believe her. She's really good at it. She's like in the Ted Bundy movie, it's almost like you want to believe that he's not. Um, yeah, because it's Zac Efron. Yeah, Zac Efron is very hot. But yeah. the way that she's doing it, these crocodile tears literally look real. And obviously she did it. You're not oh. going to believe her. But it makes you feel like, oh my God, holy shit. Sorry, she's a, not a psychopath. She's a, she's a sociopath. sociopath. Yeah. So she said that this whole time she didn't tell the story because she didn't want him to be seen in a bad light because she still loved him. Um, and Jody, remember how she was recording the phone conversations they had? She took oh out a conversation that she had recorded where Travis says that he wanted to tie her to a tree and have sex with her. Uh, okay. And this was very much so taken out of context. Like I said, I don't give two bananas about what your sexual life is. But could you imagine sitting in that courtroom and hearing that? And then just be like, Travis's family is sitting in there. Yeah. And they hear that. And they're just like, what did you say? Yeah. And she took it totally out of context. Yeah. They heard oh like. Oh my God. She's the, she's the literal worst. She's the worst. They literally were, like, sexting each other. Yeah. And they were just kind of kinky, and they tried to flip it in court. <sighs> I would have hated to be in the courtroom. Yeah. So she said that the day she was staying at Travis's house, she – this is her story. Her story, not true. 
Uh, the day she was staying at Travis's house, she walked in and saw him apparently pleasuring himself to a photo of a little boy. I know. I know. And None of this is, is real. This she's is just like, trying to make him sound like this a is freaking the pedophile. This story that she's made yeah, up at this point. Yeah, it's a whole different... Anyways. <sighs> and then, um, as that was happening, um, he apparently got in the shower and decided to start... Um, she decided to start taking pictures of him. And he got mad and pushed the camera out of her hand and started hitting her and abusing her. And she was able to um, keep herself safe by grabbing a nearby knife, you know, that you keep in your bathroom. Yeah, shower knife. Shower knife. It's right next you to have your toilet. shower knife? Yeah, it's next to my toilet Got mine knife. from Amazon. <laughs> Apparently, um, she kept herself stay- safe and then blacked out. And the next thing she remembered was she was driving through the desert. Mm, no. No, you don't just black out and then come to in a car. You don't get to Chicago this. You don't get to do <laughs> yeah. this. You don't get to Chicago this. <laughs> we don't get to do this here. No. So, Jody was officially Jody was officially found guilty yeah. of the crime. And apparently there were a bunch of people waiting outside the court because this got like national media television. And when they found out she was guilty, they all cheered. Good. They all were hugging each other. It was like they just won the Olympics. Yeah. So we're almost done here. Stay with me. Hmm? On the day of her sentencing, God, I hate Jody. On the day of her sentencing, she walks into court with a white shirt, not even wearing it. She's holding it with a white shirt with purple writing that says, Survivor on it god i hate her she probably has a cup that's like hashtag blessed hashtag blessed and all the other people in prison are like oh my god i can't stand her i hate jody yeah (sighs) so she decides to hold it up in court and she says quote this is a representation of me surviving domestic abuse (laughs) in front of in front of travis's family oh my god and they're looking at her while they're crying and she's like domestic abuse okay jody that reminds me of the tiktok that's like hell is a place where you literally burn in the fiery pits of hell and then the next one's like a restaurant is a place where you eat food at a (laughs) restaurant restaurant. yeah (laughs) so the jury couldn't figure out a correct sentencing for jody because of her whole circus act and it led to a mistrial and they had to then put her on trial the way that you're looking my at me. My eyeballs so are bulging. <laughs> I've got a vein on my forehead that hasn't vein. seen the light of the... <laughs> I got a vein on my forehead. <laughs> oh. Okay. They had to put her on trial again because Travis's family was like, hey, hey no. Yeah. <sighs> so then everyone, including the news stations from all around the world at this point, it's not even... It's not even just the country. It's national, you know? Yeah. Um, and all the news stations were arguing against the jury because it led to another mistrial. She had two mistrials. I... The murder was in 2008. Do you want to know when she actually got convicted? Yeah. Tell me. 2013. Oh, my... Yeah. Are you serious? All this time she spent in and out of just, like, holding cells in jail, regular housing... That's when she actually she got... was just out and about, is everything? Yeah. She was just living her life. God, I hate this woman. Yeah. <sighs> show, 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 show. She was then convicted by the judge of first-degree murder and life in prison without parole. 
Yeah. On March 24th, 2020, Jody tried to appeal and the court said no. <laughs> <laughs> she showed up and they're like, no, she didn't even get halfway through the no, door. No, she requested it and literally a day later they said no. Yeah. Which is really quick. Rip it up. Rip it up. Throw it in the trash. She is fire. currently um, staying for the rest of her life in Arizona State Prison Complex in Perryville in the Loom Loomly unit. Don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, yeah. Good, man. That was the murder of Travis Alexander. Oh, man. I, I feel bad for not only Travis and then Travis's family, but everyone. Like his friends. His friends that have to Mimi, walk in in this situation. Lisa. Yeah. His friend who, like, was in the house while he was murdered and didn't oh even know I would have hated God. to be that guy. I didn't put that together. Yeah. He was in there, like, a whole day not knowing that Travis was dead. Am I? That's so sad. I might be a little bit wrong to say this. Go for it. But the moment we stop blaming murders on a lot of mental illness Mm -hmm. is the day that a lot of the judicial system will be reformed, especially for things like uh, mass shootings. Oh, yeah. Like, he was sad. That's why he shot. Everyone. He had depression. Okay. Karen, I had depression. I had depression. Did I shoot a whole bunch of people? No. no. I watched the whole two seasons of Fruits Basket. <laughs> That's what I did. I, I did that, and now yeah. I look how I turned out. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, yeah. Well. Yep. Do you feel happy now? <laughs> Are you feeling good? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, why not? You can, um, if you want to, my sources were basically YouTube and Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, there are videos of her trial, the whole trial, all of the trials. There's videos of her in court being like, this is my shirt, I'm a survivor, and everyone being like, get off the stage. (laughs) They throw onions and apple peels at her. Yeah. Good. But, yeah, there are, um... They actually, um, it, she might actually not be at the prison that I said because they have changed the prison that she was at and they've mm-hmm. hidden the prison that she was at because she kept getting emails and, like, letters from men who wanted to date her. Guys. No. Rethink. Guys. Rethink guys. your life. But if apparently she's a else. reformed Mormon. No. Who is still innocent. wrong She literally... She confessed to it, and now she says that she's innocent. Homie, you can't, you can't have it both ways. She needs to stay there in jail. Stay there and Sorry. rot. I hate you. Yeah. Jody, I hate you. Jody, for listening, you're not, but I hate you. <laughs> you're not because you're in prison. You're not because you're in prison. Sucks to <laughs> suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. This was fun. Hey. I need to eat the rest of my chipotle. Do you have a song for this week? Uh, um, wow that's a good song oh i put the pure meditation playlist on apple music uh i urge you to go and listen to the entire musical of crazy ex-girlfriend yeah <laughs> anyways our instagram is uh my underscore sister underscore needs I wanted to say it with you, and that was the only Thank part you. that I remembered. Yes. You can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Yes. Uh, sh- tell your friends. Share with your friends. Go on, a, go on like, a, a road trip. Lock the doors. Make them listen to it. 
Yeah. I can't leave. Go to Sedona. Go to Sedona? Yeah. Go to Mesa, Arizona. Hang out with your Mormon buddies. Mm-hmm. I'll start. I'm going to go give Felicia an exorcism. And I'm going to go give Shelton's an exorcism. That's me. All right. And uh, bye on three. Bye on three. One, two, three. Bye. <laughs> bye. We harmonized. I know. <laughs>